Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio and on the line with me of course is Megan Strand. Hey Megan. Hello. Megan, we have such a fun show today. Do you like brownies and ice cream? I love brownies. I love brownies too and I love ice cream too and I'm kind of like lactose intolerant too and I still love ice cream although it doesn't love me. Brownies and ice cream actually play a huge role in today's show, Megan. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm getting hungry just talking about it because we we have two restaurant tours on uh, Kevin Finn and Mark Edelson of Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant. And they're on talking about how they donated the proceeds, Megan, from one menu item, one menu item, a dessert to Pediatric Cancer's uh, Cure Search, and they've raised almost $200,000. Impressive. Isn't that impressive? So, Megan and I know you're going to really enjoy this show, so enjoy. Hey, Kevin and Mark, thanks so much for joining us on Cause Talk Radio today. Uh, Maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about how uh, Iron Hill got involved with Cure Search. And what are the beginnings of this program? Because you've been doing this program for a while for them, right? Uh, yes, we have, Joe. This is Mark. And um, just to kind of go back, I think we were, you know, we've always been involved in the uh, community and um, and done, you know, various charities. We're in a lot of different communities. And what we decided is we wanted to do a kind of a company-wide program uh, for raising some funds. And, and, and in doing that, we wanted to do kind of a charity that would be uh, have impact in all of our communities. And so we actually started thinking about more of a national charity. And um, and we we're all thinking about it. And uh, I was talking to my wife about it and asked, and my wife is a, is a pediatric oncologist who, uh, interestingly enough, did her uh, fellowship down in Washington, D.C. So she was very familiar with Cure Search. And, and, and we actually, as a family, were supportive of it. So I asked her about it, and of course her response was, "Well, duh." Um, you know, <laughs> Don't so you love how cancer, wives talk right? to you? <laughs> and uh, and if you do anything else, I'm gonna call Kevin and Kevin and uh, tell him this is what we should do. And so, uh, you know, but at, when we thought about it, and she suggested it, you know, uh, again, something that touches everybody in every community, and something that any guest can have a connection with is related to children. And so much of the charities we do in the smaller charities and communities are are related to uh, children's charities. So it seemed like a a great way for us to connect with our customers and something that they would really want to connect with. And this started when? 2004? Is that right? Uh, Yes, 2004. So guys, how many locations did you have when you first started? Uh, In 2004, I think we had... uh, uh, six restaurants, and and you know we were we're twice as big now, but uh, uh, we knew we were growing, and we wanted to you know pick a charity as that we could we could kind of partner with as we grew the the, the company also. Mm-hmm. So you you found this charitable partner in Cure Search, 
But tell us how the triple chocolate hill dessert mm. pl- played into this. Which came first, the brownie or the cause? <laughs> I don't think we've ever uh, said that on this podcast, Megan. <laughs> ever. Actually, actually, the dessert came first, and it was mm. a diff- slightly different dessert back then. Mm. Um, we had been talking about a dessert, a signature dessert that we would we would develop as um, you know part of our brand. And um, our other business partner, Kevin Davies, who's not on the call right now, uh, came up with a, a recipe for a signature dessert. And they went back and forth on that, back and forth on it for a while, the, the culinary team. But in the mean, meantime, Mark and I were looking at uh, charities that we would partner with. So it was actually the dessert that came first, or at least the idea of a, of a, of a signature dessert that we have it on menu all the time. And, and part of the proceeds of that dessert We'll go to charity. And then hmm. from that point, we, we really uh, tied in with Cure Search. So it's on the menu all year, year long, and a part of it goes to Cure Search. But then on, what is it, National Brownie Day or something? <laughs> mm. um, yeah. A, yeah. A, a larger proportion of that of the sale of that dessert goes to Cure Search, as well as some other local charities, right? Uh, that's correct. Uh, you know, when we first started the program, uh, all the we, we donate a dollar fifty of each dessert to charity. When we first started the program, um, we all of that dollar fifty went to Cure Search. You know, as we grew in size, the the amount that went to Cure Search grew too. But you know, we talked to them and said, look, you know, we also want to find a way to to keep it local, and we do a lot of local fundraising and, and things with local charities and nonprofits. So we wanted to do something on the local level, and in particular, we wanted to activate our our restaurant managers in terms of being tied into a local charity. So they actually pick the local charity for their restaurant and then half the proceeds or 75 cents goes to cure search and half goes to the local charity that each uh, restaurant uh, picks. And Mark and Kevin, can one of you in the most sultry voice you can describe the dessert to me? I got you on that one, didn't I? I got you. It's not a word you usually associate with with people from Philadelphia. I can hear you guys blushing. That's hilarious. (laughs) It just sounds so good. Everything we do is from scratch at the restaurants. And um, so we make the brownies from scratch. We take them, actually uh, pile them up into a pile of two pieces of big brownies. So it's, it's, you know, it's about three or four inches high. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We take... um, Vanilla ice cream. Yep. Uh, put that on top, and then we take uh, a caramel syrup and a chocolate syrup and, and spread it around on on, the, on top of that. Um, so it's a really delicious, fun dessert, and it's a big, big dessert that it can be shared. And that was the whole idea when we created this dessert: is we wanted something that could be uh, be shared by guests when they came in. Oh. I don't know if that was very sultry, though. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds, it sounds delicious. Now I want you to say I want you to say two words to me. I want you to tell me that it's calorie free. <laughs> Not even close, right? Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> so uh, when you guys first started this program in two thousand four, did you ever think you'd raise two hundred thousand dollars from it? Boy, uh, no. You know, like anything else that we've done, I think that you know we always have great plans for the future. For our company and for our organization, but um, uh, you know, we've done pretty well with 12 restaurants, and, and you know, we're, we're able to to really, you know, part of our our core values is really giving back to the communities. It's one of it's part of our of what we do, and um, you know, it's, so we've been doing it for a long time, and and you know, we, our our plan was always to grow the business, 
And by growing the business, we're able to to really give back in many, many more ways. So uh, I don't know that we ever imagined two hundred thousand dollars though. I know, I know, because and, you know, it's we, it, and two, and those, that amount of money has a lot of impact. And mm. that's the, you know, when we were smaller, raising smaller amounts. I mean, we know it all is important, but when you look at it as the amount of money that's been raised, you know, you can feel good that it's had serious impact on mm -hmm. research for mm -hmm. children's cancer. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and speaking of children's cancer, talk a little bit about CureSearch as a partner. How have you found them as a partner over these past handfuls of years? Well, you know, they've been a great partner to work with. Um, you know, they've been very active in, in reaching out to us and finding ways to, to, to work with them on, you know, outside of just making a donation. Um, you know, over the years, we've done a lot of things on the side with them. And, and just uh, recently, uh, during September, during uh, National Cancer Month, we did a, uh, you know, a promotion where we, we were able to um, ask guests to, to basically double their donation during mm -hmm. that month um, if they chose to. Uh, you know, one of the things we tried to do was, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, of organizations just ask the, the guests to give. And, you know, our idea was that we'd really come out of our pockets uh, in terms of, of, of what we give to the charities. But this was in September was an opportunity for our guests to actually give more if they chose to do that. Um, but yeah, they've been really great to work with. Uh, um, Kelly's been great to work with and, you know, we've done a lot of different things with them over the years. There's a, there's a couple big, uh, children's hospitals in the Philadelphia market. Um, and they've kind of steered us to people at those hospitals. Obviously Mark's wife works at one of them, but we've also partnered with CHOP. Um, Children's Hospital of, uh, mm. of Philadelphia, right? Uh, on 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 different events. So yeah, it's it's been a great partnership for us. No, you know, one of the things I was thinking about too is a lot of businesses have trouble doing these types of promotions year round. I mem I remember a few years ago. I don't know whether they were on the show, Megan, or whether we I just wrote about it. But Panera had something on their menu that they were uh, that they were selling on a regular basis. And you know what they found is they just couldn't get the momentum for support for that every week. And I actually didn't think it was a signature item like you have. I mean, do you guys highlight? Uh, the donation in the menu? Do you use tabletop signs? Are there other things that you use to get people's attention that this is something that supports a good cause? I mean, in addition, this has just got to be a wonderfully popular dessert, I imagine, too. Well, we highlight it in the um, the menus uh, and, you know, point out that the donation goes to the charity. But, you know, I think the thing is that we, what we found is that the, um, the staff sells the desserts and they love the dessert. So they're they're very uh, likely to recommend it. And, you know, it's like anything else when you're dealing with 20-something uh, kids. It's it's getting back in and reminding them periodically that, you know, this is a great cause and that they're a big part of, of helping us raise that the money for it and, and getting reactivating them. So, it's um, you know, it's not like something that you can just type on the menu and expect um, it to sell by itself. At least from our standpoint, it's really getting the staff involved and, uh, you know, re-energizing them on occasion. Uh, and that's why we like, you know, the national, uh, the national Brownie day promotion, because it allows us just to, an opportunity to really talk about it again. And, and as much with our staff, 
than than with the community because you know at the end of the day the staff's going to make it make it so exactly yeah no and and that's something that's consistent Megan right and the people that we've talked to in the past regardless Absolutely. of the size of the chain guys it's always been employees are really important you got to get them motivated get them excited get them to see the connection with. Uh, the cause themselves, because you know everyone has someone that has cancer in their lives, unfortunately. Sure. So I mean, that's a that's sure. a big thing. And, and that was part of the idea too of, of of kind of activating the local charities too, because they're you know they're on the ground. So not they're not even just selling it for cure search, but they're selling it for whatever that local charity is. I, I'm always we're always curious to know when we get businesses on the line. In our philosophy of companies partnering with causes, there has to be some sort of business benefit to the to the business. Otherwise, it's not really a sustainable program. So from your perspective, sure. knowing that you're, you know, you're there to help these kids and support them in, in their cancer journeys, what what are business benefits that you guys see from this promotion, either anecdotally or things that you track? It really is that when you have the reputation uh, that you're involved in the community, uh, the people give back to that. Their loyalty, their their loyalty. They come in more often. Um, all that because they realize that you know that you are a business, but you're not just there to make money. You're there to be a part of the community. And 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 certainly, um, doing children's charity does that. But the also the local portion. That's why the local portion was so important to us. Mm-hmm. Kind of shifting to that. And we do other fundraising activities with outside of just the dessert promotion. For uh, for local organizations and charities, and 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 that pays back. Like it, it's not, you know, you can't measure that directly, but you know it because people are coming in because you are their local, uh, you're a local business, and and they're regulars and they're part and you're part of their lives. I th- I feel like with restaurants, people really expect their restaurants to give back to the local communities. Do you guys find that? Yeah, I would think so. You know, I'm on the uh, board of the Restaurant Association here in Pennsylvania. Hmm. And um, it's funny that you say that. You're right. They're expected to more so than, than a lot of companies. And it, it always flabbergasts me that you've got a, a billion or a $10 billion company that gives back a couple hundred thousand dollars and it lands in the front pages of the papers. And we yep. get <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, a small yeah. company. Yeah. And, and we're barely mentioned. And, um, you know, maybe they got better uh, PR firms than we do. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, there is a certain amount of re- expectation for restaurants to do that, but but we are really local, and you know all of our customers are coming from, you know, within a five mile radius of the restaurant, and that's not necessarily true of a, you know, of a huge corporation um, that's that's uh, selling product throughout the company of the world. But you know, we, we're a retailer, right? So restaurant retail, and you wouldn't imagine how many gift cards we get requested, and we give to charitable mm-hmm. organizations and. And you're right. There is an expectation that when you're asked for the local little league or the mm-hmm. or, or anything that you give them gift cards for their fundraisers. And right. it, well, also it's if you went to IBM and you asked them for gift cards, I don't know that <laughs> anybody would really <laughs> like at their auction. Yeah. Uh, we've got two $50 yeah, gift yeah. cards to, uh, yeah. Which can buy you nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the big, the, a big four accounting firm. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, but a $50 gift card to a restaurant is easy to, to, you know, to, to sell an auction and so forth. So, you know, restaurants have always been a, a big part of, of, of the communities and, you know, it's about, it's, you know, and I'm, I'm going to my, up on my pedestal here a little bit, yeah. but, you know, that's what we do. We bring people together and, you know, they break bread and they share and, and food and, and, 
sometimes alcohol and they have fun and, you know, it's a family event or it's close friends and, or it's a chance to meet new people. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a unique business. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think people look to us to do some of those things. And, you know, one of the things that too, is I think there's just such a great opportunity out there for restaurants to, to give back and, and to get noticed and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's one of those things too. Um, you know, one of the things I want to propose too is, uh, Megan, you know, we've had White Castle on before and they have their specialty candle that smells like, uh, burgers and onions. And, <laughs> and guys, I really think you need to come out with your own specialty candle that smells, smells like IPA. Yeah. That smells just like a brownie. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that? Huh? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, you know, Here. that one of the great, Here. one of the great things too that we love about restaurants though is they've been really innovative in their approach in terms of they're willing to try things and some of even the big chains. I mean, you know, um, not long ago, Megan and I had Arby's on the show and we had a great conversation about some of the things that they're doing. And, you know, they were involved in a lot of different cause activities and they were even taking like um, opportunities to test certain programs and, you know, just a few of their change just to see if they would work so in going to the national restaurant show last year guys i was blown away by how many uh, restaurants are engaged in cause and all the different things i mean there's someone just needs to give a big award to the restaurant community for all they do and i agree uh, you know because we do a lot as a, as a industry for the for all of our communities that we're in. yeah yeah what what advice would you guys have for whether it's another restaurant or another small business who wants to partner with a charity? Like, what have you learned along the way that's that's been really important for you over the years? You know, I think the first and more, most important thing is that you're passionate about that charity. You know, do you really believe in it? Instead of just uh, if, if you want it to be successful in the long term, that doesn't mean you can't you know give a, in our case a gift card to whatever charity, but you know, for a long-term thing, type of thing like this, it's really about being passionate about it. And, you know, we found that for us, uh, the things that work for our staff, our kids and um, schools and uh, pets. Yeah, <laughs> So if they're true. related to one of those yeah. things, You're not alone. We, yeah. <laughs> our, <laughs> our staff gets behind it. You know, the local schools, uh, we raise a lot of money from them through our Give 20 program and same thing with the local SBCAs and the uh, you know, the shelters. the shelters and so forth. So um, we found that that really works for us because I think that the people that work for us are passionate about that. And that's obviously important to you as business owners. It's important to keep your staff happy and engaged, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you know what I think is really important too, guys, is, you know, the fact that it was someone, and this is something that we often stretch, uh, stress with nonprofits too, is how important it is that they, they share their message with the community, that they're out there, you know, telling their story, sharing that with people. And that's one of the reasons why your wife picked up on Cure Search. Because let's face it, when it comes to uh, pediatric cancers, you got a lot of choices about organizations you could support. And, you know, the fact that sure. someone that you know and care for came to you and said, you know, CureSearch is a great organization. I think that's a great testimonial for other nonprofits about why they always need to be out there storytelling and educating their audience about what they do. Uh, you know, and particularly with CureSearch, I mean, one of the things you always look at the charities is how much is going to overhead, right? right. So how mm-hmm. much it actually gets to where it needs to get. And, and CureSearch is a pure research organization with very little overhead. I mean, the money goes directly into... It connects directly with the, uh, you know, things going on with NIH and all the research that happens throughout the country 
with very little overhead. And, and that was very important that our dollars were getting to exactly where it needed to be rather than bulky, you know, administration. Well, Kevin and Mark, this has been really fantastic to learn a little bit more about your company and your giving back programs. If people want to find out more about you or, or your partnership with CureSearch, how might they do that online? Well, they can go to uh, our website, which is ironhillbury.com or our Facebook page. Uh, we actually have multiple Facebook pages, but we have one for our company. It's probably the best place to do it. And if they're interested, you know, I, I um, share in my, tw- my Twitter handle a lot of stuff in terms of charities and charitable work that we do. Uh, and I'm Iron Hill Chief. Oh, very good. Brad Iron Hill Chief. I like yeah, that. We'll make sure to put On that Twitter. in the show notes. Absolutely. Well, Great. Joe, how, Joe, how about you? Where can people find you online? Well, first of all, I want to commend these two gentlemen. I mean, I've met a lot of Philly people before, and they seem to be the most decent ones. So, guys, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to talking to Iron Hill Chief on Twitter. I'm talking to Megan on Twitter. You can find me there at Joe Waters. Don't forget to visit my blog, Selfish Giving. Sign up for my newsletter. Get my five day mini course on cause marketing. And of course, all those restaurant pins I have on Pinterest of cause programs at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? You can also find me on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I tweet for engage for good at engage for good which is also where you can find today's episode show notes at engageforgood.com as well as selfishgiving.com and we would be remiss if we did not ask you to subscribe to the cause talk radio podcast in itunes or google play so that you do not miss an episode and on behalf of kevin and mark and joe and myself i'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of cause talk radio and we'll talk to you next time 